0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere Podcast can be found. And always at the
1: The children have decided to just ride me <laughs> up the wall. This has been the worst week ever, Hannah. I, I, I can tell. The day that the last episode came out, I had two children puking and Erica preparing for her round as <laughs> the worst thing ever moved through the loony house. And you could tell that that kids are back at school now because disease is here.
2: How did
3: one child go immune? I don't get that. Uh,
1: because, I don't know, the oldest kid is an eighth grader now and she's had everything that the school has to offer. Okay. She's caught every disease that is in the school.
2: And you and Erica she's like, haven't?
1: She's like some kid that lives in the jungle. Okay, her entire life and is immune to jungle fever. But if I walked in there, I'd be dead in an hour.
2: <laughs> That's what she is.
1: Okay? So what happens is that like the day before we go away for the Labor Day weekend, I'm at school picking him up, and he's in preschool. And right before he comes out, here comes a mother. She's a newer mother too. Three-year-old preschool. Mine's a four-year-old preschooler, he thinks it's a big thing. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> They're in the same class. They are. <laughs> They just put the half dayers with the full in one room and the full dayers in another room. Okay, so so I'm standing there, and here comes this mother, young mother. You could tell this is her oldest. You know, you know how Nick is like my youngest. Yes. And I have an eighth grader. This yes. is her oldest. Okay. And so this is her first experience with this. This kid's like three days in. He probably still cries as he walks in the door, which is very sweet. We've all gone through it. I'm not giving her her time. None of this is the mother's fault. None of this is the teacher's fault. This is just what it's like to have small kids. Teacher brings the kid to the front door. She goes, why are you in different clothes? Now, she's thinking accident. Kid peed all over himself. You see what I'm saying? Because they got to be potty trained. I remember with Nick, you have to be potty trained. And we had him like potty trained like two weeks before preschool started. I remember that. It was down to the wire. I guarantee you, like they send these kids with a Ziploc bag full of clothes at this age in their backpack. Like just in case they pee all over themselves. Okay. This is the age that they're at. So the mom is probably like, oh, my God, he must have peed on himself. The teacher goes, no, 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 he didn't pee on himself. He felt nauseous, and he threw up. But it wasn't really puke. It was just snot, and it just happened. (gasps) It just happened, like, maybe 20 minutes before class ended. So we were able to change him, and that otherwise we would have called or whatever. It made perfect sense, like, why the kid was still there. And I turn to the guy next to me, and I go, back to school, and he's like, Everybody will be sick in two days (laughs) because that's that's how it works. Yeah. You get the one little outbreak monkey that's in the class. Like, you know, like the monkey from Outbreak, that movie with Dustin Hoffman, the monkey just infects the entire town. That's what it's like. You just need one little child inside of the school to do that. Patient zero. Patient zero. Yes. And I saw patient zero come out the door and I was like, well. There goes my weekend. Like, I think <laughs> like you just do. Like, well, we're going to Lake Cottage. We're going to have a great time. And before it's all over, infections for everybody. And sure enough, by infections Monday, for by actual Labor Day, that night going into Monday, he started throwing up. I even have my kids ride back in a separate car with my parents. Really? Just to try to stop it. But it's too late. <laughs> the outbreak has begun. Because the 11-year-old gets back, and he's throwing up before bedtime. And I'm yeah. like, no! And that was my week. My week. And, you know, I, there's always one person in the family that doesn't get sick. And i it was me for the first few days. And then I realized it wasn't me. It was the 13-year-old. She mm-hmm. was the strong one. I was out by, like, Tuesday night. Yeah. I, was finally, I finally succumbed. 13-year-old just kept living her life. She's got her iPhone. She's got to get to practice. I'm like, right, we got no ride for practice, sweetheart. Mom's mom's at 20% dad's at about 35% your your brothers can't drive she's like I gotta ride don't worry about it I got a bike I got a backpack that kid lived independently for like four <laughs> or five days <laughs> like while the rest of her family laid around and moaned like, yes, she sick. just went into her room she'd come over from school she'd go in she'd lock her door she'd put up like a sheet she's like I'm not letting disease in here
3: <laughs> and it worked <coughs>
1: It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. The deadline for having your vehicle sticker cometh Sunday, September 15th. You have to make sure you have it by then. You go to the Village Hall, you go to the currency exchange on 95th and Kedzie. If you don't have it on September 16th, penalties start. Trust me, it's not hard. I was in and out of the Village Hall in like seven minutes this past Friday. It would have been shorter, but some woman got a brand new cat and couldn't stop talking about it to the person in front of me. Speaking of new cats, there's a new cat at the farm at 50 Acre Park. Yeah, there's a farm over at 50 Acre Park. Did you know that? The new cat's name is Trey. It's a nine-month-old rescue cat. It's called Trey because it has three normal-sized legs and then one that isn't so normal-sized. Next time you're over at 50 Acre Park, go check out Trey. The Evergreen Park Senior Council is having a luncheon thursday september the 19th at 11 a.m at the community center at 3450 west 97th street a speaker from the evergreen park police department will be there to talk about the latest scams that people should be looking out for seven dollar ticket purchase it at the community center by monday september 16th well we hyped the mhr barbecue bash all last week i thought my ribs were spectacular unfortunately they were not good enough to win but it was an absolutely great time. In case you missed it, here's a little audio from the barbecue bash as the EP podcast was out in force, handing out all kinds of EP podcast swag, including those awesome EP podcast koozies. Take a listen. Okay. Standing here with the champs. How you doing? What What is this here? What what kind of system you got going on here? How are you cheating so that you win? <laughs> what are you doing here? That's, I mean, like, what's illegal? Just just tell me. What? I won't tell anybody else. Well,
3: if it was illegal, we couldn't tell you anyway. So <laughs> why would we start now?
1: <laughs> no, no, tell everybody what your system is. You guys won last year. You got a big trophy. You got two big red hats. So so, what kind of smoker are you using for your rips? It's a Dyna-Glo. It's a yeah. Uh, charcoal smoker.
0: Yeah. Original. Uh, not... Artificial electric
1: or propane, cheaters. So you had to light this thing. You had to light it and we get it to the right thing. You have to know the time. You had to make fire like a caveman. Yes. Right, yes. right. Sparking the flint, yeah. it's all good. Right, right. I judged the sun, see how hot it's going to be and how long we're going to cook. Alex and Jeff here won last year. What's the name of your team? Get it at Porky's. Get it at Porky's. Yes, I like it. I get the reference. I don't know if everybody does, Nobody but I get it. Nobody gets it, but you do think. I, I do. understood it. I knew what was going on. We're the same era. <laughs> <laughs> you, have certain, you have to be a certain age to get that joke. Yeah. Oh,
3: yep. yeah,
2: definitely.
3: All right, Michael, how long have you been cooking out here? Today? I think the answer is all of my life, Hannah. All of your life. Yeah. <laughs> we got out here uh, about 10 a.m., but okay. this is our seventh year. We've done every year. So the reason I wanted to come talk to you, Michael, at the end of our last episode, I did a shout out at the end of the show, whoever it is at the Rib Fest that has the Bacchus Mardi Gras beads and the Mardi Gras bag, I wanted to call the show. So I was here and I found you. So following up, I found the guy with the uh, the Bacchus and the Mardi Gras. What's What's the connection? So I love the city of New Orleans. And where are you from? New Orleans. So I've been going to New Orleans since I was 15, plus with the jalapeno cornbread and all the different flavors of cooking, we always do my Mardi Gras flag and then my uh, New Orleans flag as well. That's great. We also put beads out, and then this year we put out a, what would you call that? Statue of sorts? A a light up statue of sorts? A light up statue. We started a high school garage band and it's our gravy train statue. That's awesome, when did you start the band? When we were in our 40s. That's the way to do it. You live your life in your 40s. <laughs> Which is the discussion of the day. If you live your life and figure out how to live in the 40s, everything else is going to work out fine. How many ribs did you eat tonight?
1: So far, I just got here. I've only had two. Oh, come on, just two? Ask him. You've got had a lot more. There are like 40 teams here, and you're I eating a Rice Krispie Treat. Where did how, you many,
0: get, how many have you have? Where did you get
1: the Rice Krispie Treats from? You know this is a rib competition, not a Rice Krispie tree competition. I do. Do I you? I do know, yeah. All right. How many ribs do you have? Um, I'm, Currently, I'm at about a full rack right now. Four? A full, full rack? Yeah. How many is that? Twelve. Twelve? Did you, 12 come in, did you come in together? Yeah. So you had twelve, she had two on a Rice Krispie tree. That's right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I'm making up for her loss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. What's your name? Tam Quinn. Okay. How many ribs did you eat tonight? I would say 35. Are you kidding me? 35 ribs? Oh, yeah. There are starving children in at least half the world. You ate 35 ribs?
3: Well, if they were here, they would not be starving. You're going
1: to be trending on Twitter tomorrow for that.
3: Hey, that's fine.
1: You, like, it's like, you know, it's Harambi and then you, the guy who ate all the ribs. Hey, they were the little ribs. It wasn't, like, <laughs> full stash now. Any favorites? I have a few. I have a few. Did I do okay?
3: You did great. I did? Yeah, you're in my top five. You could lie to me if no, you okay. I would not do They were that. good? Yes, they were All right, delicious. good.
2: How many ribs tonight? You know what? I've been taking it easy, uh Chris. I probably ate about five of my teams, but only a couple other a couple other uh people. I did try last year's winner though. They're right next to me. Yeah, okay. so did you try
1: mine? Not yet. So you were right next to my ribs and you stayed away from well, them? I was focused Why do you the, hate me so much? I saw the big red cowboy I mean, hat. Like, why? why do you hate me? <laughs> How many ribs tonight? Uh, I just got here, so just two. Just two. You just got here. Just got here. You know, the judging's almost over, so there's going to be 10 finalists, or 12 finalists, and then there's going to be 28 loser teams that have to put out two more racks of ribs that they were saving for the finals. Wow. So there's going to be more ribs, but they're not going to be the best ribs. Well, uh, I'm... (laughs) I'm ready for a second best ribs. You're ready for a second best ribs. (laughs) What about you? How many have you had so far? Uh, One. One? That's it. I just got here. You're the worst rib-eating person (laughs) I've met. Come back in like 30 minutes. The world is fast and busy. Sometimes you got to get down to your speed. And the place to lower your speed and relax in Evergreen Park is at the Red Palm. Maybe your speed is wine on a Wednesday with your friends for Wine Down Wednesday. Maybe turtle races and Queen of Hearts on Thursday nights is more your speed. Each and every night though at the Red Palm you get a little island attitude at a local latitude. When you walk into the Red Palm it's like walking into an island bar but right in Evergreen Park. With a menu like no other created by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. Unique tastes, comfort foods, and honestly the best wings you're going to find anywhere. Have a tropical drink, a craft beer, a glass of wine, or share a bucket of lights with your friends. Watch the game on one of the many flat-screen TVs over the top of their bar or out on the patio. Get out this summer. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island Attitude, Local Latitude. Big things going on in Evergreen Park. Just huge. And one of the big things that's going on in Evergreen Park is this, this incredible thing that the library is going to be doing coming up here in October. On October 12th at Bourbon Street, 115 Bourbon Street, They've got American English, which is like the Beatles cover band going to be there. But this is like their 75th anniversary party. They just this past weekend kicked off their 75th anniversary.
3: The library. The
1: library. I mean, the library is doing this so big. I mean, it's like this is like a six week thing. Their celebration. Right now you can show up there. You can get like gift baskets. You can go in and you can kind of like just like look for these prize baskets and stuff like that and put in for them and try to win. And then that leads up all the way until the event at 115 Bourbon Street. It's like 50 bucks a person. You get food, you get booze, you get the band. It's a big party. It's going to be great. Or for $75, you also get a VIP hangout with American English.
3: Oh, nice. Yes.
1: Okay. And I don't know if it's going to happen, but it was asked of me that, hey, Mr. EP podcast, Mm -hmm. would you mind being part of the event, would you mind introducing a band? I'm like, I can introduce bands.
3: You you've had this practice is my with thing. That. You've I'm done that
1: good at introducing bands. I I relish introducing bands. Okay, I invented like I'm. I don't know if I can pull off the stage dive. Like in my young days when I was on rock morning radio, and would I'd you be stage up there. Dive? Oh, I stage. Oh God, my best. And they my, caught you. I got yeah. I got caught. The crowd <laughs> caught me. It wasn't like that scene in in PCU yeah. where the guy jumps during the Cl- George Clinton thing. And he like lands on his face. No, yep. it wasn't like that movie. No, I, uh, um, I was at this festival, this outdoor festival, the radio station I was with was putting on. And the band Sponge, you know mm. what that is. Yeah, they got plowed and Molly or 16 candles, that, yep. that one. They got all those things. Okay. They're the headlining band. There's been crowd surfing all day at this festival. And it's inside this giant tent. In a parking lot outside of a bar and the police have come on the intercom saying, stop crowd surfing.
3: And everybody the listens. next person that crowd
1: surfs <laughs> is going to get arrested. So what do you think I did?
3: You crowd I go out,
1: I go to the band is standing there and the band is standing there and they're like, well, oh, what a buzzkill right before we come on. They're like the headlining act. And I said, don't worry, guys, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I want you to kick off. With what was it? What's it? Name, give me that song again. Wow. Plowed. I want. Can you kick off with Plowed? And they're like, Yeah, we could do that. I'm like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to introduce you. And right when you hit the da 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 da, I'm going right off the big speaker into the crowd. <laughs> and they're like, We're in. So like me and the band have the whole thing worked out. So I go out there, I do the whole introduction and they st- they start, they're kicking into the song behind me. And I, and I kind of walk around, I climb up on the speaker and they do the, and I look at the crowd and you could see the police lined up in the back, just looking at me. Like, I hate this kid because I'm like, I'm 20 years old and I'm a morning radio guy and I'm the number one guy in town in this town that I'm in. And so like. Like, they're like, oh, no, because I'm like, this is great publicity. I get the jump and I get arrested he and I'll be in the jump. paper. This is like, <laughs> this is two rainy's points right here. Like to me, like getting arrested at this, I'm like, this is perfect. I'm totally doing this. So I climb up on top of the speaker and I did it just on cue. I ran out. I hit the perfect drum thing perfectly. I can't believe that people caught me. Okay. <laughs> When you're 20 years old, you think you're indestructible. I was—that's what I was, or 21, or whatever I was. I thought I was indestructible, and somehow I lived. I got crowd surfed around. When I landed, the police grabbed me, and then the station manager spent 20 minutes negotiating my release. Then I was released. Wow. Yes, which was kind of awesome. So, but that that's, Yeah, I can't do that now at the library thing. I don't think this is the crowd for it. Like 115 Bourbon Street, me at 42 years old, American English, I mean, well, doesn't seem band. like the same thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Nikki Seidel would be like, Chris, please don't. <laughs> but, for you know, I mean, if, you know, for the right amount of money or, you know, if the right amount of alcohol is in me, you don't know what's going to happen. So I might recreate this. Okay, 21 years later with American English. It's I'm going to a video $50, every $50. It's worth the $50 admission to find out if I pull this off. Yes, I don't it know. Is. I don't know what you would crowd surf. Like maybe Revolution by the Beatles. You might be able to crowd surf the Revolution. You can jump off the stage when that one starts. Like eh. that could work. I just don't think they're a crowd surfing type thing. I think I'm too old for it. I think I'd break something.
0: Do you think people would catch you though? No. No. <laughs> How's it going, man?
1: Good, how are you? I'm good, hey, relax. I'm sorry to bug you, that's your car right there in that driveway, right? It's got an EP podcast magnet Mm -hmm. on the back of it? Is that yours? Yeah, uh, that's my pops car. Is your pop here? No, he's not here. All right, well, you can tell him (laughs) that he won. For having on the back of his car. No this week we're giving away uh, four free burgers or giant hot dogs from American Dog and Burger. Oh, nice! America's Dog and Burger. It's yeah, brand new yeah, yeah, yeah. over at the Plaza. Yeah, over, I was yeah. For like around list. 96 and West. It's yeah. really good. Like one dog is like an entire meal. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So he he wins all that. Just
0: for the just for having that on the right, back nice. of the car. Okay. What's your name? Uh, my name is Alex
1: Garcia.
2: Tell your dad congrats.
0: All right. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Have a good day, man.
2: Look at all those people in this great suburb. Driving down 95th and Kid Z What a great place It's called Evergreen Park But we know it better As the EP We're known for more than just the Unabomber Remember Ted Kaczynski You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street It's all part of EP's history so listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the six hundred eight oh five. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs> and I can't
1: afford another injury. I played softball and now I'm walking around a brace. I have my old man injury of the year.
3: Playing softball? Yes.
1: You see, this is the thing. I, I talked about this. I got signed up for the basketball team. Right. Right. And, and and But I play softball. And now I have the perfect out for not playing basketball because my ankle's all screwed up. Because <laughs> I decided to cover home plate to try to stop a run from scoring and... Kind of half blocked the plate to try to make the guy go around me. And he probably thought that he was athletic enough to avoid me. But I'm 42 and he's 41, and neither one of us are in our 20s anymore. But you think in that moment, I could still do this. Mm-hmm.
2: He tried Only to actually, to find out. he tried to
1: jump over me, like, like in a highlight reel you'd see on ESPN. Yeah. That didn't work. <laughs> he got about halfway <laughs> up on my back. He landed on me, kicked me in the, kicked me in the shin or whatever, or in my ankle or something. I didn't even feel it till the next day and I couldn't even walk. So I've been walking around the brace now. That's my old man injury. I haven't even checked on him yet. He could be dead for all I know. I haven't seen him in two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably laid (laughs) up in like a full body cast. The two of us walked it off afterwards. You know, you crack a beer like, oh, we're good. good. You're good, I'm good. good. Yeah, you good? We're good. Haven't seen him in two weeks. Oh God. (laughs) Fall could very well be the best time in Evergreen Park. The weather is cool and nice. You see friends and neighbors a lot more. And the fun continues at Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a -a one-of-a-kind eating experience. And that gorgeous new patio is open with its own patio bar. And along with regular seating, a lounge that can be reserved in advance and will accommodate six to eight guests. Perfect for those September nights. And right now, Unidad is offering a special happy hour Tuesdays through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. at the bar only with a special food and drink menu. And the main menu always has new, exciting, unique items on it. Wouldn't it be nice to get out this week and head over to Unidad, located at 3339 West 95th Street in the heart of Evergreen Park? Learn more at UnidadRestaurant.com. Lots of people trying to get on the beer bus. The Ileana Brew Bus, partnering with the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. One of the shows that the network does is this show, the EP podcast, Just for Evergreen Park. We have partnered up and we are going to be putting listeners on the Ileana Brew Bus and doing the entire Dixie Highway Brewery Trail one week from this Friday. It's coming up. So on the 20th of September, from 3 p.m. until 10 p.m., every stop, all seven breweries from Beverly to Crete, Illinois. And this week, we are going to draw the names and tell all the winners they are on the bus. And then we're going to give everybody an opportunity to kind of find a way to still be able to join us, just not on the bus if they want to. We'll reveal that next week on next week's episode. If you don't think you're on the list yet or you want to get on the list to have your name drawn to get on the bus, this is how you do it. You listen. You're already doing that. You subscribe to the show. It's easy. Any podcast player, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You know, if you go on Google Play and then you look in the search thing for Google Play if you have an Android and you just search podcast, there'll be like a ton of different podcast services that'll pop up. Most of them are free. Like they're, just just pick one. Download on your phone for free and then search inside of that app and subscribe to the EP podcast. You can go direct through Podbean, which you can get to by going to the EPPodcast.com. And then if you have your phone, that thing's going to pop up. Say, do you want to download the Podbean app? That's another way that you can do it. Then no matter how you listen to the show, rate it and review it, and then share the show on some sort of social media platform. Then we make up the list and we have the drawing this week. So last chance, everybody, this thing is going to be an absolute blast. You must be 21 or over to be on the bus and you must be ready to have one heck of a good time on September 20th. It's all brought to you by the Ileana Brew Bus, the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail, and the EPPodcast.com. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby... He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Rice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie member SIPC. My wife over here, she's sitting here at the bar. We're getting ready to wind down the show. We're going to, uh, we're gonna enjoy a few libations because we're we're recording on a Friday night. We don't normally do that, but we had to push back because of the super flu to move through the house. The
3: infirmary. The
1: infer. Yes. So we're we're hanging out tonight. Your husband's sitting here patiently waiting to turn the sound up on the White Sox game so we can <laughs> yell at it. Okay. They're both like, "This is ridiculous." I hate the fact that this is going on, but it's being very good sports about it, so we can. They are. Yes, they are. Now here's the deal.
0: Both on their phones. <laughs>
1: They're both on their phones. Well, my wife is re- my wife is checking out a new hotel. We're going on a wedding. We're going to a wedding. My cousin's getting married in Michigan, okay, in southwestern Michigan. You volunteered or suckered into watching my children for the night, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and your and your husband continuously, every time he's over, he's like, What night are we doing this again? Like, you could tell he's like, tell trying to come up with a reason he's why not, it's he's not, gonna not gonna work. Sink in. Right. It's not it's, sinking in that he's watching these in. three kids overnight, okay? He's like, <laughs> I just take care of cats. I don't take care of kids. That's kind of how he thinks the thing. So, I get a text message today from my cousin. Saying that the room that I booked, she rebooked me to a different hotel and I g- call them and give them my credit card number and then call back the other place and tell them I no longer want the room. And there's like no explanation. Oh. So I'm like, well, this is weird. So, you know, what do I do? I call the bride. Okay. I'm the, I'm the older cousin.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm, I, I, I used to change diapers. I used to change the bride's diapers.
3: So in my <laughs> mind...
1: I'm going to call them and be like, what the heck is this? Because I'm in a nice hotel. Yeah. You know, I got a nice hotel, a nice hotel room. Why all set am up, I giving this and up? And now she's telling me I'm moving. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm moving? So I call up. It's a bride versus hotel dispute. What? Yes. It's a bride versus hotel dispute. So she gets a block of rooms okay. at this hotel. Right. And they tell her, you have until such and such date where people can call and they can get the rooms, but they're your rooms. We won't sell them away. She has a contract signed with them. She's got her whole bridal party in here. This is the main hotel. There's other offshoot hotels, but this is the main hotel. This is where the, the parents of the groom and the parents of the bride and all the people in the wedding and the VIPs like myself. I'm not even in the wedding, <laughs> but I consider myself to be a VIP. We're all in this hotel. This is the party hotel. This is the one where after the party's over, the party continues in the hotel bar. Yes. Like this, I wanted to be in the, I paid extra to be at the party hotel. And now I'm out and I'm like, what am I out for? So I call her up and she tells me, she goes, oh, well. They gave away our rooms.
0: Oh, no. And so what do
1: you mean they gave away our rooms? It's she close goes to
0: the wedding. <laughs> somebody called
1: up who was in the bridal party, and they tried to get their room. and They told them they were all sold out. So we called them up, and they said, oh, yeah, somebody, somebody rented our hall or something having an event, and, uh, but the stipulation was that they wanted all of our available <gasps> rooms, so we gave them
2: to them. Oh, no. And they're like, "But we had a contract,
1: and they basically got the shrug over the phone, like, what are you going to do about it? So the bride's response was to oh, find no. a brand new hotel. Now, Eric is very excited about this. The hotel that they found is brand spanking new. It's got a lounge, a bar, everything, brand new. It's a Marriott. It's brand new. Like, they just built this thing. It's a Courtyard by Marriott. It's cheaper than the other hotel, okay? And, I was, and, and she looked it up, and she's like, this is better rooms. So, of course, like, my, my cousin's like, if you want to stay in the other hotel, you can. But we booked everybody. In, so she calls this other place. She goes, I want to give you a list of names. I want you to book them all in the rooms. And then we want to block for the rest. And then she, the bride, forwarded all of the new hotel reservations to all of those people through email. And all we have to do is call up and give our credit card to secure our room. Mm-hmm. And then it's on us because she probably secured everything on her credit card. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, like, this bride is, like, determined. Yes. To tell this hotel, oh, Yeah. I'm moving everybody out that weekend, okay? Like you're gonna take a hit in your wallet. That's what she's doing. This is a big middle finger to the other hotel. So she oh. goes, so she goes, she goes, When you call the other hotel and cancel, just tell them you don't need the room. Well, you know my intention. You I'm gonna, gonna call and be like, you, you screwed my cousin over, and I'm taking my room back. Did you call already? No, this was my job! Erica called already? <laughs> I wanted wanted retribution
2: I wanted comeuppance robbed she robbed me of my comeuppance another show is wrapped up another show's in the books another show is wrapped up and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one and we'll see you next week And the news The show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. L- the basement, broadcast basement, L- the L- is basement, the broad basement. Launcher.
0: I got my ticket for the long way round. Two bottles of whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say when I'm gone? When I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. When I'm gone. When I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. I've got my ticket for the long way around The one with the prettiest of views It's got mountains, it's got rivers It's got sights to make you shiver But it sure would be prettier with you When I'm gone When I'm gone huh? You're gonna miss me when I'm gone You're gonna miss me by my walk You're gonna miss me by my talk You're gonna miss me when I'm gone When I'm gone when I'm gone You're gonna miss me when I'm gone You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me everywhere oh, You're gonna miss me when I'm gone When I'm gone When I'm gone You're gonna miss me when I'm gone You're gonna miss me by my walk You're gonna miss me by my talk oh, You're gonna miss me when
1: I'm gone Why are we going to miss you by your taco? I never figured that out. <laughs> the EP
3: Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found.
0: And always at the eppodcast.com.